Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. I want to speak to you guys about healing. I want, I want this word to go deep inside your heart. Because if you understand this, the Lord will bring healing into your life. Number one, I want you guys to know that healing happens by faith. Healing does not happen because of your or mine good works or your or mine holiness. Now, do I say don't do good works or don't be holy? No, I don't. But the basis of healing will not happen because of your or mine works. It will only happen because of the work of Jesus Christ. So if you have your Bible, I want to quickly go into the story of what happened in Acts chapter 3 where Peter and John, they healed a crippled man that was standing at, that was begging at the beautiful gate. Now I want you to see what happened in verse 3, 12 says, so when Peter saw this, this is after he was healed, he responded to the people. He said, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this or look so intently at this as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? Peter is saying this, look, it's not our godliness and it's not our power. So healing will not happen because some people think they need to earn it or they need to be good enough. It's available to those who believe. Acts 3.16, and his name and faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see. And no, yes, the faith that comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Healing happens by faith. Now, Christians, believers, they think if they just have faith, then God's going to do the rest. Yes and no. I want to take you to James. James says it like this. James chapter 2 verse 6, chapter 2 verse 14 says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds or actions? Can such faith save them? Healing happens by faith, but faith without actions is dead. That's right. James 2, 26 says, For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works, actions, is dead. This is where believers or Christians, they, they, they miss the missing link to receive healing in their body. They think if they just have faith, God will just do the rest. Well, genuine faith will move you will move you to position yourself where you will receive healing if you want to get wet you will not get wet by standing under under the under a roof to get wet you need to stand under the rain those that came to Jesus received healing in their body 
So it takes genuine faith and then actions. Somebody say actions. Now the last one I want to talk about talk about is, and I want to, I'm going to make a big emphasis on this. If you're going to ask the Lord to heal you, or if you're going to pray for somebody for healing, then you must trust Him. You must be all in. And you must not be double-minded. You cannot be on the fence. James 1, 6, 7 says it like this. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. That's New King James Version. NIV says it like this. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Did you hear this? This is not my words. This is the word of God. The Lord says... If you come to him or, you, or you're going to be praying for somebody, you cannot be in the, on the fence. And this is where believers or unbelievers, I don't even know what category to put them. They're on the fence. They're double-minded. But believing is the only condition for answered prayers, for our prayers being answered. Now, people that doubt are people that don't know or understand what God's will on healing. Deep down in their heart, they don't know if God wants me well or if God wants me sick. Or maybe he is teaching me something through this. They don't have one belief. They have many. That's why they're double-minded. They don't know what God's will for them. You see, it's, it's not... It's, it's the deep belief in your heart. See, if you don't deal with the question of God's will in the area of healing, you'll be double-minded. You won't have that firm faith to receive or to pray for somebody to receive healing. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. If you believe that God's will for you to have pain and sickness so if you believe it's God's will for you to have pain and sickness, how are you going to have the firm faith to resist it? If you believe that it's God's will for you to have that pain and sickness and that God is teaching you something through this, then you might as well stop taking medication, stop, taking, stop going to the doctors, learn your lesson. Why would you want to go against God's will by going to the doctors and taking medicine? If you, think, if you think God gave you that sickness, well, then just receive it and deal with it. Don't go to the doctors. Now, you see, you go to the doctor, and then and it's, there's no problem to go to the doctor. I believe the doctors work with God. See, Jesus is the great physician. We have physicians, but he's the great physician. I, I have no problems going to the doctors and taking medicine actually the bible says in revelations there are leaves for healing <laughs> god placed things in this earth that will rejuvenate and restore our bodies but the problem what i want to talk about is is our double mindedness on the inside because the only way that you will receive healing is if you have firm faith 
and you don't have that division inside of you. Now, if you think that God gave you sickness and pain and that it's from God and it's such a blessing, then you should pray that your mom gets cancer, your dad gets a tumor, your brother gets arthritis, and then your sister gets fibroids and your friends be struck with blindness. If you think that it's a blessing. But let me tell you guys. What is God's will? You see, the Lord has left his will for us. The Bible says we have the old and the new testament. Now the word testament is, another word for testament is will. For example, if I own a lot of money and a house and a gold and I'm dying and I have children, what do I do? I write a testament, I write a will, what I will leave for my children. The Lord left us his will in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So let us look at his will. Now, the best example is to look at Jesus. The Bible says Jesus is the image of God, the best representation of God. So when Jesus walked on earth, he didn't give one person sickness or pain. Actually, the only, plan, the only pain he inflicted was when he was driving out those in the temple zealously. Now, the temple represents our body. We are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So actually, Jesus zealously is willing to drive out things in our body that don't belong there, like sickness, like pain, like torment. Our bodies, the Bible says, are for the Lord and the Lord for the body. When Jesus walked on earth, he healed all who came to him. Actually, Jesus took sickness and pain upon himself. So if Jesus took sickness and pain upon himself, why? See, Jesus is not double-minded. Jesus is not going to give you sickness and pain when he took it upon himself. So you need to deal with this issue inside of you. Acts 10 38 says Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. John 1 38 says for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. God is our, God is our solution. He is not a problem. The thief comes to steal kill and destroy sickness steals our health pain steals our strength our money our time our joy it puts a strain on relationships it stops a person from working from providing for their family so this is black and this is white jesus says i've come to give you life and life abundantly. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, if it's directly or indirectly of the fall, because sickness and pain came through the fall. When Adam and Eve took, sin came into the world, and, and the curse came into the world, and sickness and pain came, came with it. So if it's directly or indirectly, it 
the source was not God. John 3, 1, 2 says, Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go, may go well with you, even as your soul is getting well with you. Exodus 15, 26 says, For I am the Lord who heals you. Psalms 103, 2-3 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who heals you all, all your diseases and forgives all your iniquities. Now, our God is called a redeemer. A redeemer is a person who redeems, meaning someone who repays, recovers, saves, and exchanges something for something else. See, if it was only for our souls and our spirit that needing, that needing redemption, God would never receive stripes on his back that paid for healing. If it was only for our souls to be healed or for our souls to be saved, God wouldn't take that punishment upon him like that. Job says, I know my Redeemer lives. Does your body need redemption? Jesus said, it's not the healthy who needs a doctor, but the sick. So, what is the will of God? Did God... Does God want you to have it or is God your solution? Come on. Come on. Because if God was handing out pains and sicknesses, then heaven would be full of disease and heaven would be full of dark things. But the Bible says God is light and in him there's no darkness. One man of God said it like this. Faith begins when the will of God is known. Let me tell you, you do not need a special revelation to tell you what God's will for you in the, in the avenue of healing. Because the Lord wrote it and made it clear. Because who are the children of God? Me and you, we are the children of God. And so our inheritance... Where, where our lovingly Father has paid a high price. Isaiah 53, he was wounded, bruised, and by his stripes we are healed. And James says it like this, 5, 14, 15 says, Is anyone sick among you? What is the word anyone? Is it only for special people? The word anyone is for anyone. Let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray over them, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Now, if you're double-minded, you won't have firm faith to pray or to receive. But you've heard the word of God and we've dealt with the issue of what it is, if it's God's will. And so I believe God is a good father and actually he's in a good mood today. And he's, he's, his desire is to redeem your, your body and my body. Amen. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. 
In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.